Hey, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Hey, this is Brian O'Halloran. Hey, everybody. My name is Scott Schiaffo, actor best known as the Chulies Gum Guy from the film Clerks. And welcome to Clerks Minute. You're listening to Clerks Minute. And I'm not even supposed to be here today. Welcome back to Clerks Minute, the show where we look back in 1994, Kevin Smith classic, one little bathroom, bam bam, minute at a time, I'm Blake! I'm Kyle. And um, we are back, and things are about to go to shit, as you so ugly put it, right before we press play on this minute. And appropriately, one of the first shots in this is of someone actually coming out of a restroom. Well, no, no, the first scene actually is, the first moment of this moment is actually, um, Actually, Caitlin walking away to go to the bathroom. That's yeah. the first thing we see. End of the last minute, end of the conversation, and she walks away. What is our word for this scene? Our word for the scene is quandary. A state of perplexity or uncertainty, especially as to what to do, dilemma. And boy, boy, this is going to get fun. Well, before we get to the meat of the conversation, we had a cut callback scene, which is very funny. It's going to be quite a quandary. Well, you're gonna. I guarantee you didn't know about this scene. This is very funny. Okay. Um, as Caitlin walks away, the mother and small child from earlier in the movie from the video store show yeah. up, from the happy scrappy scene earlier in the movie oh, show up. Oh God! And um, Emma's gonna read exactly what's in the script, and you can react exactly how oh, I read God. it. Mother, oblivious of the TV, pack of cigarettes. Small child points at the TV screen. Cunt! (laughs) (laughs) End scene. (laughs) Hey, it's what children all over the country say when they see Ann Coulter on TV. Oh my god, so that was cut for the movie. (laughs) There you go! So, yeah, that was was too much for this movie. That was totally worth not telling you about before we went in the air. That was worth it. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) Okay, so we cut back and Randall. (laughs) Ass blasters from outer space. But no, a kid yelling cut on a TV screen. That's too much for this movie. That's what I'm getting on. We're also going to look at the movies. They might just trim stuff for time at this point. And, but, well, let's be honest, do you really want to get a kid to say that? No, 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 no. I guarantee that was in the script and then Kevin about even realize That's a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> a little much at this point. Not to mention the fact that we really don't want to be teaching a five-year-old that word. <laughs> no. No, there's enough weird shit in this movie. That's not something we need to deal with. So, we get back and... I love the fact that we come back from our word, the box screen with the word on it. And we come back and Randall is studying the word balloon from earlier. <laughs> Just yeah. standing there looking at it, like... Impressive be at work here. Yeah. <laughs> work. Just staring at it. And Dante, Dante not missing a fucking step, walks back in and says, Who is cock? <laughs> it's a beat. I love it. Oh, in my opinion, you do. Oh, jeez. Not to mention the fact that it looks like you... Now, I gotta ask. Go ahead. I'll be wise you can see the outfit better. Did he uh, leave Clefuxtable alive when he stole his sweater? <laughs> I know! What is with this outfit? It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's a yeah. terrible outfit. Like, where, where did he get this sweater? Was it in his closet earlier? We just didn't see it. Because it's an absolutely terrible sweater. I'm scrubbing to the moment so you can pause it on this sweater. 
Maybe it's this leftover carpet that he just fashioned into a sweater. Is it like the, um, is it like in Hairspray? Back to Hairspray, it's like a reference yeah. reference in this recording session, <laughs> where she actually made her dress out of a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch, you can't stop the beat. You can actually see the curtain rings on the bottom of her dress. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? It's no. Like, if you watch, you can't stop the beat again. And you watch the dance sequence, and you, they zoom out when she's doing her do, a solo in the middle of that song. They zoom out. You can see on the very bottom of the dress, Little rings from the top of the curtain. <laughs> it's so subtle, but I heard it on the commentary. Now I can't unsee it. Now I can't unsee it. It's very, very funny. It's it's not one of those things you want you can't unsee where it's gonna ruin the scene. Yeah. But it adds character, which is very funny. You know what I mean? Excuse me. She Carol Burnetted it. It's hysterical. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at this sweater. It's it's I don't even know how to describe that. It's like it's a at the Hux it's it's almost like Ross Geller meets the Huxable. That's what this sweater says to me. It looks like he made it out of the carpet from the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> well played. Well yeah. played. So, I, I love the fact, though, um, Randall, by the way, calls the burners from earlier. Yeah. I'm just putting quotation marks up for people that obviously don't see us. A um, bunch of savages in this town. <laughs> it's really... Um... Randall goes and says, Caitlin's in the back. You might want to see if she's okay. Boy, that's an ironic statement. Yeah. That's irony. <laughs> she's been back there a long time. How long has she actually been back there? Yeah. Like, how long has it been between when we last left the yeah. scene and came back? Has well, it been like 15? Because if Dante's been gone for an hour. Yeah. They had that conversation. How the hell long has she been back there? Yeah. <laughs> About a half hour? I don't know. 15, 20 minutes? Like, well, let's let's see how far along is far, how far along into the porno is Randall? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I was like, how long is this porno? That's the other question I have. How the hell long is this porno? Like, it's an a... epic saga. It's an epic saga of chicks with dicks <laughs> fucking each other for hours on end. Is there a storyline? Is there? A... <laughs> oh. The... <laughs> Is there a story involved? It's okay. I'm making... Okay, for those wondering why I always make friend references, for about three months before we were recording this show, I was doing a Friends rewatch on Netflix. And I watched a lot of Friends at work, so just to clarify. TBS aired the Friends, Mar Friends episodes from 10.30 in the morning until 3. Yeah. So anytime during the day, I'll have TBS on and the Friends is on. There's a joke in, I think, season two of Friends, where Joey goes and says... He, Joey is revealed that he was in a porno movie. But he's not actually, he's not naked in the movie. Yeah. But the joke is, they pop the tape in and it's like, what's the story? Yeah. And that's the joke. That's, yeah. that's, that's the obvious yeah. joke you make going into a porno. It's Which a joke actually make. may be a reference to Matt LeBlanc actually being in an episode of Red Shoe Diaries before he went into Friends. That might be it. Yeah. But the joke here is they're, that... They're um, like, they're like wait, wait, this is priceless. we got to put this in. Pretty much, there's a lot of that in this show sometimes. But they go and say, well, what's the storyline? And Joey's like... I, I um I came I come in to fix the copier, yeah. and I can't get the copier because they're doing another copier. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, oh, and then they're they're watching it, and you hear Joey's line, and then you hear them going at it, and then Joey's just pointing his stuff out like, "There's me, there's me, there's me." <laughs> he's blo his butt is blocking my face. There's me. <laughs> My wait, wait. So funny. Wait, wait. There's a difference between how his face looks and how the guy's ass looks? Oh, come on. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, come on. That's mean. Yeah. All right. Caitlin's in the back. Okay, back her. She's back there a long time. 
And Dante clarified there are no lights back there. Randall said, I told her that. Fine. She didn't need any. <laughs> this is where the opening line that I that's going to be in the post-credit scene. It's a post-credit scene in this episode, guys. Post-credit moment in this episode. Why don't you just join her, man? Make a little bathroom bam bam. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Well, she's so horny, she'll love him a long time. <laughs> well done. Um, Dante, though, I love your sexy talk. It's so kindergarten. Poo-poo. Wee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so. I don't think I've ever heard a kindergartner say that. <laughs> well, that was Randall. Well, yeah, obviously. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, So the cooler talk, the cooler down... Okay, I had to read this right. Okay, in the script, the cooler down is heard opening. I don't know what the hell that means. The cooler down is heard opening. What does that even mean? The cooler. Is it what says here? The cooler down is heard opening. Unless, unless I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, keep going. Maybe. They... Anyway, okay. Caitlin walks out lazily down the convenience store aisle. She looks unsatisfied. Very satisfied. Dante and Randall regard her curiously. She joins them, latching on to Dante's arm lovingly. I I I don't know what that first slide means. So maybe the cooler is next to the bathroom, or like I don't understand well, why that maybe works. Maybe they meant cooler door or something. I I don't get it. <sighs> so, Caitlin, <laughs> this is fantastic. This is, there's so much here. Caitlin goes and asks, how did you get here so fast? But, uh, that's what you said the last time they had sex, which probably led to the breakup. <laughs> Dante's response. The only, the only time a fast finish is appropriate in bed is if you're playing a racing game. Well, quickies. Yeah. Quickies. Quickie, you, yeah. you want to be quick in and out. So yeah. that's not... I mean, I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? And it's it serious. goes in and out and in and out and in and out. <laughs> I don't even know what that reference is, but it's funny. That was something from the Prairie Home, Compa Prairie Home Companion. The only reason I know that is because it's from... It's because UJ was obsessed with that. Got it. Okay. I didn't know the reference. So Dante, really confused. And I can't really blame him at this point. I'm yeah. very, very confused. Yeah. I left like an hour ago. By the way, though, how the hell did it take him? Did he take a shower? It must have took a shower. I mean, there's no other way that it took him an hour to go home and get a chance to come back. There's no way. Maybe he had to go and take a Mondo Duke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Caitlin actually, okay, the wording in here is different than on here, but I'll just read what's in the script. Do you always talk weird after you violate women? Are you aware that's a sentence that just came out of your mouth? Are you aware that's in the script that I'm reading in front of me? No, no, no. I mean, no, I was talking about the character. Are you aware that that's a sentence that just came out of your mouth? Well, the line of the movie is, uh, do you always talk that word after you violate a woman? Which is still not as good. Yeah. But at least it's clarified to one person, so I that, understand that, her point. That's one of those where you just go, boy, that's a lie that sounds incredibly nasty when taken out of context. Especially nowadays. Especially yeah. nowadays, you know? Yeah. Hashtag me too. Yeah. Um, which by the way I, I gotta point out point this, go for it. I gotta point this whole thing out someone pointed this out about the Oscars and I gotta agree with him they shun James Franco Franco but yet they welcome Kobe Bryant who's a guy that they pretty much openly admitted to sexual assault he was he, he was he was found guilty of rape yeah. That's the truth. He was not really right. That's a good point. I didn't, that's a valid point that I didn't even think about. And that's then a good you have point. all these people going, you know, I'd like to be in a movie with him, yeah. 
Yeah, let's be How the hell is Kobe Bryant an Oscar winner? That's the question I have. Like, how did this happen? Like, how did this... What well, world are we living in that Kobe Bryant is an Oscar winner? <laughs> I have a, I have an idea as to why, but I don't want to say, say it. it. Say it, dude. Well, I think it may have to do with his skin pigment. You think he's the black guy? Is that yeah. why he won? Yeah. I mean, seriously. I'm no, not, no, they, I mean, that's why they're not bringing this up. Oh, because he's black and that's... That means they're not going to bring up the fact that the rape, the rape allocations? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we got to be very politically correct, you know. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. That's just weird. And, 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 and the Me Too world we're living in, that's weird. Yeah. You're right. Now that you put, I never thought about it until you said it. It's a very valid point that I didn't yeah. think about. Yeah, just to clarify, I'm about as left as you could possibly get. And even I have to say, this is a borderline hypocritical, especially since you're celebrating celebrating female empowerment. Especially the, the Golden Globes and everything, you know? Yeah. And you, you shun James Franco and all these other people for sexual misconduct, but yet you give one to a guy who was found guilty of rape. That's a valid point. That's a very valid point. I, I never thought about it that way. That's a good point. Well, there's like, oh, well, it's all water under the bridge. I mean, he did his time with that. Well, that's my, I have issues with um in Ray Lewis in the NFL. I have a big yeah. problem with him because he, um he for those who don't know who Ray Lewis is, you probably don't know who Ray Lewis is. Yeah. Ray Lewis was the Baltimore Raven. And uh, he was the Baltimore when the Giants played Baltimore in the Super Bowl back in 2001. I, and for things like, why do you remember that? I worked at Giant Stadium that year when they went to the Super Bowl. So, um, um, football fans out there, yes, I worked the NFC Championship game and the Giants beat the Vikings 41-0. I'm just putting that out there. But anyway, there are a bunch of Giants fans out there like, holy shit, you worked that game? That's yeah. awesome. But anyway, um, I, I Ray Lewis, right before the Super Bowl, like, like I think it was either the week off during the playoffs, he was accused of um, rape. Right before the Super Bowl. And this is in the era, this is the late, early 2000s. This is yeah. pre-Janet Jackson. This is post-cowboy controversies yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And nothing came of it. Nothing came of it. He won the fucking MVP of the Super Bowl. Nothing came of this. So then we move on with life. About 10 so years later, he retires. And they praise him like this great guy. Yeah. Like, does no one remember, like, what happened in the early 2000s? Well, does well, no don't one you remember? Know you get, well, don't you know you can get away with bloody murder if you can throw a ball around? I'm just saying, like, I, I, did no one remember what happened in the early 2000s? Like, is everyone just forgetting what happened? Like, I don't respect them NFL people for that. It's like, what yeah. the fuck, guys? It's like, right now, in WWE, there's a lot of controversy over the fact that the WWE are doing a Warrior Award. Yeah. And um, you know about the Warrior Award, right? In uh, WWE, no. the Warrior Award is um, given to people. Like right now, they're giving it this year. It started with Connor, with Connor, um, from Connor's Cure, who um, was a WWE fan, and you. It, it made dense sense in the moment. They're giving it to people who are surviving man, massive illness, giving awareness to illness and fighting cancer. And all yeah. It makes sense for what they're doing it for. It's a good it's a publicity for WWE, but good for the supported things they're supporting. Yeah, it makes sense. Here's the problem, and I never knew this at the time. Going in, because I'm, I'm in my own bubble. I don't pay yeah. attention to a lot of stuff. Warrior was a douchebag. Yeah. Warrior was an absolute douche. Yeah, the WWE made this award for him. And he, he didn't even want. Because in the, his, the Hall of Fame speech, he went and said, I would like an award to honor the people behind the scenes of WWE. Yeah. Pretty much people like Jim Johnson and Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Or like the referees. That's what he wanted. They turned it around and made it into this big propaganda award. Fine. I could deal with that. But my problem is, and nobody seems to get this. And I tried to explain this to yeah. Dad, and he's just like, well, Warrior, Warrior, Warrior. My problem is, Warrior was a douchebag. And he actually said, when Bobby Heaton had cancer, good for him. Yeah. 
He actually said that to set about him. He he actually said after Hurricane Katrina that oh those people in New Orleans deserved it. And there's I'm one, not joking. This is a thing that happened. And there was one of those where when he was some kind of politician or whatever, just going by warrior. Yeah, he at the end he was warrior. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think somebody actually called him out for being rather Islamophobic. And all he said was get a towel. Yeah, this is the kind of shit. And now they're going to be honors him every year. It's like it's the same mentality. It's it's like that everywhere, dude. It's, it's everywhere. That's not my point. It's not just in these. It's everywhere. It's ridiculous. They're going to the New Orleans for the WrestleMania this year. Yeah. How is the New Orleans press not jumping on this? Like, how are they not jumping on this? Because it's sports related and everybody <sighs> treats sports like it's a freaking religion. And I love wrestling. And people listening to this show know I'm a diehard wrestling fan. When this show goes up, like, we're going, what's, what's the, what is the date when this goes up? It's the week of WrestleMania when this show goes up. And there's going to be a lot of WrestleMania coverage on the Black and Sasha. We're going to be doing days of coverage over there. But just know that this is where I stand on the Warrior Award. And a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. So I was gonna say, like, like you said with uh, Ray Lewis and all that. I mean, I mean, why in the hell has Michael Vick not been suspended? For, not been banned from the game for life for a valid point? Yeah. Well, oh, wait, he that's got, right. He and, was thrown in jail, and then he came back, and they go and say, "Well, he's a great player, and he, um, he, he, he long, you know what? As long as he's playing for teams that I despise, I can hopefully boo yeah. him. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but yeah, the only reason that they haven't, you know, barred him is because you know he makes the money. I have a feeling it's gonna be like uh, baseball. When they stop making you money, that's when they start prosecuting you. True. Well, look at all the um, steroid situations in baseball. Yeah. All the steroid situations in baseball, a lot of that didn't come to light until after the players were retired. Mm. So, even though the Barry Bonds thing, that's a whole different thing. Oh, because okay. it's, it's one of those where I hate sports, but I find sh- shit like that utterly fascinating. It is true. It's very, very true. Because, I mean, they even made a, book about, made a book about that, about the whole thing with Balco. Balco, I, I can't remember the I can't remember the name of it, for God's sake. Um... It's gonna say, uh, just a moment. I'm just... looking it up too. Just keep talking. I'll look it up. I think it's like Game of Shadows or something. I want to say that's what it's. Who's it about? Uh, Belco. Belco. It's a was an herbal supplement that was giving undetectable steroid cocktails. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called like a game. I'm of... looking it up. It's... Yeah. But yeah, it's but yeah, I watched a show called uh, Cheap Seats. It's called Cheap Seats. Where yeah, I... Game of Shadows. That's yeah. the name of it. Yeah, where basically they made up this reference to reference during one of the world's strongest men competition. You know, how do you become a legend of this a relationship with relationship with Belko? Okay, that and yeah, that and a cool name. Okay, here we go. Game of Shadows, Barry Bonds, Belko, and the steroid scandal that rocked professional sports. Yeah. And it came out when did it come out? I'm looking it up here. Um, seven ninety eight. Oh wow, talk. Oh, going all the way back to McGuire and Sosa. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, um, 2007, that's when this came out. Yeah. And if anything, what I will do, because I have an Amazon link, I will put this link in our show notes, and people can actually check out this book. And if you want to pick it up, pick it up through our link. Yeah. So, there you go. It is on Amazon for $12. Yeah. So, so it, there you go. It just utterly sounds fascinating. If I ever find a copy, I'd like to actually read it. Yeah. Well, it's on Amazon for $12, so there you go. Yeah. All right, where, how did we get here? Like, where are we? Oh, yeah, I remember where we are. Okay. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. The next line is just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the script, the next line is just as bad. Randall, well, Randall and Dante stare at Caitlin confused, like all the rest of us are, yeah. like at this point. And Randall um says, maybe the Asian design major slipped her some opium. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a dated joke. Um... 
Well, it's so tempting to make a YC joke, but I'm not going to do it. Could be. And um, the line in the movie was different than in the script. And in the script, it says, promise me it'll always be like that. <laughs> but she goes and says, why is it not always like that? Which actually makes a lot more sense in context of what we were talking about. And that's where we end this minute. <laughs> wow. We, we went to... Uh, this is what I mean. Sometimes we just go off on tangents, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. This is one of our longer episodes in a while. Without a guest. One of our longest non-guest episodes yeah. in a while. So, I will get to the plugs real fast. Filling the Void Network! We are a part of that. We are obviously here on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It is WrestleMania week for those listening and wrestling fans. So, jump over to the Blake and South Show for not one, but two days of WrestleMania weekend preview coverage with special guests and all kinds of fun stuff. We're covering everything from... WrestleMania itself at NXT to WrestleCon, Ring of Honor, Progress Wrestling, you name it, we're going to cover it in some way, shape, or form in the next couple of days over on the Blake and Sal Show. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And we have special guests on the PWTorchaProWrestling.net coming over as well to talk to us about it. So that all being said, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Clerks Minute. Let's get out of here for this episode. We'll see you on Friday. Oh, I just realized I read some cheap seats and I never didn't tell tell people what it was. Oh yeah, sorry. Basically, yeah, basically, seats, what go. It, basically what it is is uh, it's hosted. But it was a show that ran from 2004 to 2007. Uh, it was hosted by comedians Randy and Jason Sklar, and basically they take the Mystery Science Theater 3000 approach to old sporting events that ESPN had in their library. So we basically run the gamut from football games to baseball to MLB All Star games to Ultimate Frisbee to the World Juggling Championships, chips to Evil Kid Evil footage and that, and they basically just riff on it. All right, well there you go. Find, find cheap seats. Well, on, uh, you, you, can you can find can it. Act, you can actually find it on YouTube. YouTube, okay, cool. So find cheap seats on YouTube. That all being said, thank you for listening to the Turks Minute. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. Have a good day, everybody. Maybe the Asian design major slipper some opium. Noinch, 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 smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, 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 rolling fatties, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? Who smoke the blunts? Rolling blunts and smoking. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Clerks Minute, the show where we look back at 1994, Kevin Smith classic, one little bath bathroom, eight. one little bathroom, bam, bam, boom, yeah. We dare you to say this five times fast. Let me actually get it out once and then we can continue. One little bathroom. Jeez. This is going to end up at the end of the show, isn't it? In the blooper yeah. reel. <laughs> I think I'm a blooper reel. This episode just because of yeah. this. All right.